0: Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a good place podcast brought to you by nerdy things, pod productions. We are the nerdy boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello guys. Heyo. Hello. And we are here for season two. This is episode 15 for us, but season two, episode one for NBC's hit TV show, The Good Place. This is Everything is Fine, a Good Place podcast where we talk exclusively about that show. We do an episode of our episode for an episode of every their, every one of their episodes, except for the recap episode, which we did last week, but that's neither here nor there. We're catching up. To Season 3, when it premieres, you will hear our reactions first, and you can join in the discussion with us on the Facebook group. Go search Everything is Fine on Facebook, and gear up for when Season 3 comes and none of us know what the fork is going on. Right now, only Jules doesn't know what the fork is going on. Kevin and I have seen this. I know a lot of you guys are re-watching it with us as well, but... Come season three, nobody will know what the fork is going on and we can all just have great discussions and guesses about what is going to happen next because there's sure to be big surprises. Every episode, you can also find us at so on any social media at nerdy or at nerdythingspod.com or the Instagram for this specific podcast at everything is fine podcast. So there's lots of ways to reach us, lots of ways to interact. We love having fun with you guys. Um, also, If you like the show, give us a review, go to iTunes, go review, do, do, do that kind of stuff and tell us what you think. Uh, We know it's positive, so we can't wait to hear it.
1: (laughs) Or you'll go to the bad place. Yeah, that's what it is. Right. And yeah, you get some good place points if you give us an iTunes review. Did you know that? You should do that. Go for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so we just finished season one, we did a recap episode last week and we always start our episodes with a kind of a callback to the previous one. So I wanted to put these guys on the spot and not let them know what the question was going to be, because thinking through last episode, thinking through what happened last season, if you guys were introduced to an afterlife that you thought you were in the good place, whatever you want to call it, and then all of a sudden someone goes, (laughs) I still can't do that laugh. (laughs) If somebody does Nobody that can and do says that you're not in the good place, wh- like what is your first reaction? That was my one thing about that episode is I don't know that there was enough. Well, uh, you tell me what you guys, how would you react to
2: that? So I would literally just go, oh, thank God. And let out the <laughs> fart I'd been holding in <laughs> because at that point I hadn't farted in 12 episodes or so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you think your farts are not good enough for the good place?
2: Oh, yeah. Nobody in the good place Come on. There's no glitter. There's, you know, it doesn't smell like cake. (laughs) Or yogurt. (laughs) Confetti.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would just kind of be like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I kind of figured, but it must have been like some sort of mistake. But yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, for sure. I would be more like Kevin, I think, relieved. Uh, It's like, oh, yeah, sure.
2: Okay. Yeah, but you're going to be tortured for years and years until you you just can't stand it. Yeah, right. Up top. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you guys are
0: clearly Eleanor and Jason and you don't think you belong there in the first place. I'm thinking as you know, Chidi and Tahani, I mean maybe they're too good, but I would have attacked Michael. I would have straight up tried to strangle him I would have been furious I there wasn't enough of that in that scene don't get me wrong love the scene sure. Love the reveal but there would have been definitely more visceral reaction on the parts of the people involved it wouldn't have been like I'm Eleanor I figured that out and everybody else would have been like oh Eleanor you're so smart what does this mean for us now it would have been like ah like explosions, See, heads popping. But this
2: off. is where this is the moment where we learn that Tim isn't self-aware because he's angry enough to do something like that, but doesn't realize that that means he doesn't belong in the good place. Oh. At least Jules and I are like, oh yeah, no, we're shits. We're we're terrible people. Like we just, I got it, I got yeah. it first time I was here. Uh, but Tim, Tim did not. That's great. Nope. I love it.
1: No, nope. uh, yeah, I, I bought myself another week here without the torture. All right, cool. I'm good. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's that's kind of
0: what happened uh last week. And we're gonna move on to the news for this week. And I was searching for news as I do every week, perusing uh the interweb, searching for Ted Danson, Kristen Bell, searching for uh Jamila, Jamil. Just I I searched their names and the news and see what's new. And I was searching Ted Danson and I came up with an article that was talking about uh Emmy nominations and how he he's right on the bubble. Might get a Best Actor Emmy nomination, and saying how he won this award twice in the nineties, and it's amazing for a seventy-year-old. And I stopped. I stopped looking for the news because that was news. Ted dancing seventy. Are you freaking years kidding years me? Old?
1: He looks great. What? I, I didn't know that. News I was this week, like guys, Ted
0: T- 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 Danson yeah, is not like 62. He is going to be 71 in December. Whoa. Wow. His
1: face looks great. What? <laughs> he was born in 1947. So,
2: so handsome. That's the math. Yes, that's how that works. Oh, boy. No, <laughs> I you, mean, Jules. looking at
1: the number, I'm like, wow, that was a long time ago. <laughs> this guy... Has always been,
0: you know, I mean, he was a handsome man. That was what he was known for when he was Sam Malone on Cheers. But Dag nabbit if, if he didn't just stay really good looking
1: for the next 50 years. Well, and then, well hold on. He, uh, Ted Danton with a beard? That's questionable. What? If you look up Ted Danton beard, yeah. well, I don't know. It's all <laughs> white. Looks kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's because it covers his beautiful face. There you go. That's why it's a problem for him. See, people like me—that's right—I can grow beards, and this is a wonderful thing. But the really beautiful people shouldn't grow beards. That's just not how it should work. But not only that, just his his general spry demeanor. I mean, he has the energy of a much younger person in his movements, his his actions. It's—I was shocked. I got to say, I thought he was at least eight years younger than than he was. I I just
1: thought he was like in the in fifties. Like, I thought the white hair was a choice. <laughs> like, he chose to be He's in a new movie, like, too. He's yeah. in some
2: indie movie, Hearts Beat Loud. Have you guys heard of this? No. No. This has Nick Offerman in it. Wow. And Ted Danson, Tony Collette, um, Kiersey Clemens. Basically, it's, it's Nick Offerman it, it plays this guy who forms a band with his daughter before she leaves for college. I don't know where it's playing, but this is the latest Ted Dancing thing that uh the latest Ted Dancing movie that's out there. Thought it was kinda neat. Isn't Hearts huh. Beat
0: Loud an 80s song? Wasn't it in the Karate Kid? Was it? Maybe. What, what's the song that's playing when he and his his uh, girlfriend there are are going mini golfing and playing at the arcade? I don't know. <sighs> it's something like that. Oh, it's got an eighty nine on
1: Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm okay. And I love indie movies. So I might check this maybe.
2: out. Check it out.
1: Heart speed loud. Where where's yeah. this playing? Okay, but no. Ted Danson, he has like a distinct look into his older age. Like he looks like a certain person when he was young. Looks great. Yeah. That's and a now he looks like an look.
2: older version of that's that same person. It's weird. Yeah,
1: it's like, whoa, it's great. It's it's interesting. <laughs>
2: You can still see like the the young Sam Malone in his face, like he doesn't he just got whiter hair because his much hair was right? always light his you know it's not that it was gray, but it, his hair was always the lightish color, like light brown and and we you, you know working in a bar for so long will just make you go gray, so I'd buy it <laughs> you know the, all the alcohol just pickled him. that's why he looks so well preserved. you know he doesn't have to worry about it, oh man.
0: I'm it's looking not up. called "Heartbeats Loud," but this is the song from the Karate Kid. Date because It's a great song. Oh boy! Oh come on!
2: I'll pick you up at eleven. That's a great. That's my favorite song. Is that by Froggy Fresh? All right, that's enough.
1: He's <laughs> yeah, only a, <laughs> a few years younger than Sir Ian McKellen, but I don't. I don't. Associate them together? That's weird. weird. Robert De Niro, they're around the same age. Ugh. Oh, these
0: people are old. Jeez. And look, Yeah, yep. look at De Niro. He looks way older than Ted Danson. Exactly. And he doesn't look bad. Yeah, he just he looks does. way older than Ted Danson. Hmm. Anyways, so that's the news of the week, guys. Ted Danson is way older than you thought he was, but also a miraculous <laughs> ager. So that brings us to the first in season two of the greatest... Segment in the history of podcasting, season two, guys. Let's get your first out of context quotes of the week. Jules, kick it off.
1: Okay, I got three. We could fight them. I didn't know we were allowed to fight them. <laughs> um, I think it was in bite. This one. I'm pretty we, we sure it's bite. bite them. It was oh. bite them. I thought no. They made a big no, thing about was definitely the whole bite them. I know it was a biting ah, thing, but I he thought even he said made fight. the
2: motion. He, ah, No, he said bite. Mm. That was one of my quotes. Trust me. (laughs) I mean, that was one of my quotes.
1: Trust me. Uh, This is the thing about (laughs) quoting is you have to get the quotes right. Oh, Mm. We're going to cut that out anyways, right? Um, (laughs) Nope. (laughs) This one, it it was really interesting. People are like nature's apps. (laughs) I had that one, too. Let's just take a a moment. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, The look that they give her, too. When she says that, yes.
0: mm. it's like, am I really supposed to play along with this right now?
1: <laughs> See, now yeah. knowing that it's all a play, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fucking dumb. Uh, it's a rare occurrence, like a double rainbow or someone on the Internet saying, you know what? You've convinced me I was wrong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's, that fair. Was those are That's fair. fair. Harsh, but fair. Yeah. All, all right, right well, Kevin. I had weird, gross little mouths and their stupid elbows. <laughs>
0: You guys are taking all my quotes, dang it.
2: Oh, jeez. Sorry. Um, I knew you weren't soup. Oh,
0: I have no quotes left.
1: Dang, <laughs> I have no quotes left. And then
2: I had one more, and it's, I know you're probably not a wizard trapped in an amulet, but if you are, please be, please get me out of this speech. <laughs>
1: oh, jeez.
2: Oh, man, I have
0: no quotes left. Excuse me, is your name Cheaty? Oh, I knew you weren't a soup.
2: Oh, it's still my favorite <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I can fill in for you. I don't have a house, Jason. It's a boundless void. <laughs> what the? <laughs> oh God! What's happened to me? I'm praising off-the-rack separates.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous, yeah. And then uh, I did this one, one about more.
2: shrimp. I, I've
0: got shrimp in my enormous pockets. Or in my <laughs> very spacious pockets or something
1: like that.
2: And then we're trying out the butthole spiders. They're enormous.
1: (laughs) That was one I thought that y'all were surely going to say. So I was like, no, I'm good. (laughs) That won't be mine. (laughs) All right. Well, that was out of context
0: quotes of the week, which brings us to our next famous segment, which is when Kevin synopsizes an episode.
2: I think you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable there. The right emphasis Um, on the wrong syllable. (laughs) So, this episode is a double episode Called episode 14 and 15 The Great Place What was it called? I think it was I think it was The Great Place (laughs) Yeah, everything's Um, great Everything is great And so, this episode follows around Eleanor, Chidi, Tahani, and Jason As they get shut off and turned back on Like any malfunctioning computer Eleanor finds a note in Janet's mouth that tells her to find Cheaty, which she thinks is soup. And she goes about her day trying to be as good as she can because something is off. Cheaty wakes up and he's got two or three perfect matches and he has to decide between them. And goddamn, if he doesn't actually make a decision. And the second he does, Michael bursts in and says, no, forget it. It's the opposite one. Tahani is with the short guy which just <laughs> sets off everything in her and they put her in a tiny house and then make it even tinier and she freaks out and gets drunk because Eleanor still unintentionally is a terrible person and then Jason shows up and he doesn't have a perfect mate soulmate he has a, a, a mate that's got part of his soul and follows him around and doesn't speak and so Jason sabotages his bike and gives Eleanor part of the bike a, as a magic amulet with a wizard trapped in it. And at the end of this one double episode, we are back to where season one ended where Eleanor knows they're in the bad place and everything is not fine.
1: The end.
0: (laughs) What an episode. And they, and they set it up great for a discussion because we could just get, we can go through each individual character's uh, version of the story. But before, before that, we find out that everybody else in the neighborhood cuz we didn't know this for sure last time everybody else in the neighborhood is just a demon who's in on the the game
1: yeah. it
2: seems so inefficient i mean even if you're torturing someone forever you can do that one to one this is like 200 to to 4 <laughs> this is like 25 people or or 50 people for every one person they're torturing
1: yeah, I would have
2: to think there are better ways these demons could be spending their time. I mean, honestly, that's just that's number one. This that's is, right up there.
1: This is a huge production. And then we see like Michael being this sort of rallier of this whole thing. And it's pretty interesting to see him in that role. It's like, oh, he's actually like a pretty good leader. And and thought leader about this whole thing. He's just up there. He's like, all right, we're going to, you know, motivating everybody. He's like, all right, everybody ready? We're going to do this. Any questions? We got some questions over here. Whatever, answer, answer. And it's like, oh, like, I actually kind of like Michael still in this episode, yeah. but he's still a shit. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah. But it was pretty cool to see him in that role to just kind of be leading everybody still because it is his idea. He wants it to be a little bit more than just torture. So, I mean...
0: It was yeah. a grand plan. I mean, they were doing just fine torturing people one-on-one, giving them butt spiders and, you know, bears with two mouths <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. He's got They're a grander enormous. plan and he thinks it's a greater level of torture. I'm not sure if he's right, but that's that's Mike's opinion and he's up there working <laughs> for this and he's he's telling boss man that don't worry, everything's good. Everything's good. We are, we are all a go. So, we follow... Uh, Eleanor around first And Eleanor gets her Her hunky man who is Was a mailman I think who Everything
2: just, she asked for he was a mailman He works out in fact Every time she's like I have something To tell you he just has Tearaway shirts and suits And ties and he's just like I gotta go work out
1: yeah actually I. You may stop the podcast I gotta go to the gym real quick I'll be right back I just gotta <laughs> Take off my nerdy things podcast shirt Right <laughs> It's kind of, yeah, it's like he's there, obviously, to just distract her. This is the whole thing. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, and it doesn't even
2: work because she's, I mean, she's enamored with him, but they have no real connection. And every time they get to a place where they could, he's like, I gotta go to the gym and just ducks out. (laughs) Well, he's a dummy. Clearly, he's a dummy. Love it.
0: But yeah, so the interesting thing about this one is they want to make Eleanor the best person. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know if that helps or hurts. I don't know how that was supposed to help, but she's got the sash. She's got the whole deal. Um, and I know, yeah, she was, she's supposed to make a speech that's going to be an hour long and obviously that's torture. And then when I get her drunk first, but I don't know if painting her out as the best person is really a way to, to make things worse for Eleanor. Cause She, I think, responds to I don't want to say pressure, but she she definitely can adapt to a character. We've learned that. Like she can live a lie. So by giving her a really good person to be, her first instinct was to kind of like, well, maybe I shouldn't drink. May I gotta I gotta be on on game for this. Otherwise I'll never convince them that I'm the best person.
2: Yeah, I mean you're kinda right. It's a motivator for her.
1: Um I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just weird to be in a different situation again, but um I'm adapting. We're all about adapting.
0: We're all about adapting. But the best thing that Eleanor ever did really was to put that note
1: inside Janet's mouth. Yeah? Oh yeah. That's super like smart. The one thing that'll that holds this together on the second time. Now that we know, cuz that was one of my questions before, like how many times have they done this already? We know definitely. Second time, third time. Two. Yeah, it's, it's three. It, yeah. There won't be any third time. Wink, yeah.
2: Well, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
0: I, lo- I love that once she finds out that she needs to find a cheaty, whatever a cheaty is, <laughs> she just becomes the most interested person in talking to people, even Fastidious, though it's the worst yeah. for her. Just so she can try and find out what's your name. Do you know what a cheaty is? Like, all she's just going around talking to all these people and trying to figure right. out what the heck is a Chidi? It's her goal. My name
2: is Bert, and I was born in Mozambique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think that what really sold it was that it was in her handwriting. Had, it, had she seen it anywhere else, like painted on her wall or whatever, she would have been like, oh, whatever. But she's like, this was from me. Like this is kind of yeah, weird because like if I was in that situation I'd be like oh okay like I don't know whatever it's a good place thing hey I'm the best person ever
2: cool but it was like wait I wrote this what how can what you tell this? she has the most like not unique handwriting ever that right and every <laughs> that's five what year old with any motor control can can do exactly
1: that first off it was in cursive and who writes in cursive anymore but she explicitly says oh my god this is my handwriting and i'm like okay okay whatever well this she looks, is you write she like she you're is holding a, a crayon older than you are jules so oh boy
0: yeah like even her fake age of 1986 birth was st- is still in the cursive era so
1: oh okay that makes sense yeah <laughs>
0: um yeah so it, it she pretty much she's about to give up at one point and. She's pouring shots. She's eyeing some shrimp, and then that's when she overhears them talking about a cheety. So she goes over and she's like, "What? You're cheety? I know you weren't a soup." So <laughs> then we flash back and we go through how cheety got to that point and how they were talking about uh, talk, talking about cheety's name. Who was this woman who seemed very annoyed with cheety? How do we get there, guys?
1: Uh, so first off I love when they do this whole sort of thing and this is definitely a change up and I love this show because it just constantly changes up the format of their show and doesn't keep it stale which is a lot of fun because it's like oh they're doing this we saw where it ended all these characters sort of end at the same place now we're gonna go back and and give you this whole timeline so yeah Chidi has uh has some soulmate issues and he has to decide who well, some algorithm f- f- forking YouTube algorithm messed him up and he has two soulmates <laughs> and he has to He got the wrong thumbnail. Out. Yeah, the wrong <laughs> the wrong thumbnail for the two uh soulmates. And that guy is cool too. I think that guy is cool too. Don't worry about it. Um everybody's cool. But um yeah, he has to make a decision, a really big decision and it's just torture now i can see it from a mile away now it's just like oh god this is the worst for him this is horrible the decision is torture but he meets
0: this what's her name angelica angelique something like that right yeah and they're perfect for each other it is very clear in this moment that if there were soulmates they would be soulmates and even old fake eleanor who was trying to bust up their little date there at the Hawaiian pizza shop that she runs now? Hawaii five dough. <laughs> <laughs> Even when she's trying to kind of put a kink in the in the works because she's jealous of the role that she lost, his connection with this with this woman is still perfect. They like the same philosophers, they're into the same stuff. I mean, it it's it's pretty dead on. And this other girl is just I don't know. She's Paris Hilton? She's... its uh, not good.
2: <laughs> so vapid.
1: Yeah. And, and with this whole uh, other Eleanor, uh, I think that's going to come back at some point. Again, hey, I'm Jules. I don't know anything after this episode, but I think she's going to be like the wrench in it a little bit because I can see the hate for some reason. Like, she just wants... I don't know what she wants, but she's super like... Man, I wanted that role. I really got into my character and all this stuff. I really felt it. And nope, working at a Hawaii Five Dome. And it's <laughs> it's interesting what she's doing. And I'm curious. It makes me really curious to see where she's going to go next. But in 80 years,
0: uh, she's going to have a really big part in this plan. That's what
2: Michael tells yeah. her. When Chidi accidentally kills her cat.
0: Right. In 80
2: years. <laughs> so just
0: bide your time.
2: i I cannot believe that Michael has a plan that far ahead when it doesn't even seem like he has a plan for after the party tonight. So I think he's just fucking with her. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We barely got by like a week, like a month, maybe at the most, not even probably. It's Uh, his, it's his torturing. He just loves to torture everybody, including his,
0: his business partners and associates. So yeah, so Chidi and, and all four of them are at the dinner table, dinner table. And, and, uh, He's trying to give his, I think, I really kind of feel, but I don't want to say that I feel like we're kind of pretty much perfect. And as soon as he starts to express that he's leaning one way or the other, which is a difficult enough thing for him to do, Michael's like, no, 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 stop, wait, wait, we got it all wrong. We got it all wrong. It was actually you two, and obviously not the, the, the one that's perfect for him, that are belong, that belong together. And she's like, "Yeah, I didn't say anything. nobody heard anything. What are you talking about? Because he can't be mean to anybody. And uh, that's at the party how Eleanor ends up hearing about the cheaty. So the cheaty. <laughs> we also have Jason. What happened with Jason, guys? Jason got a buddy. He didn't get a soulmate. He got a pal, a best oh friend. Right.
2: In his yogurt. <laughs> yeah. What his, is oh, this? Oh, sorry. Yurt for short. Um, but yeah, they, they're <laughs> the best of friends. They're uniquely, perfectly binary matched star souls. <laughs> what? What a goddamn torture. Like, this is... It's too far. It is. It's too far. It needed to be a little more subtle because of course he's going to rebel because he's going from his best friend, Pillboy, to this monk that doesn't speak. I, if, if Michael has an 80 year plus plan, then this is not the way to achieve that. This is the way to achieve maybe 80 minutes of peace and, silent, sure. p- peace and quiet. Shout out to Pillboy. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> well, I have to, I have
0: to say, Jason stayed silent for a long time in the first episode. Right, yeah. but he had the freedom to create the bud hole, and that's kind of where his his character went down. So I do think it's interesting that Michael thought the best way to to take care of Jason was to basically give him a babysitter, right? Because <sighs> Jason does have the mental mental age of a
1: seven year old. So, yeah, to just kind of counteract that, he's just like, well, I guess this time I got to do this. All right, as well as keeping everybody away from each other or trying to. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we, we always hear Jason talk about how he did so
0: many cool things on Earth and get out of so many situations and and did so many deals and whatever and none Why of them ever worked. Lying? But nope. his one plan that he has to get away from his, his buddy there is to take apart his bike while he's not looking, and it actually works.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's I'm how not he sure gets where the, he got the, that part a, magic amulet
2: for for Eleanor. <laughs> So that was a gear that he took out of the front wheel? I'm confused by that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'd even... Huh. Was it a
0: gear or was it the thing that holds in the the gear?
2: Uh, the, it it like came from the front of some wheel. Some sort.
1: No, the but front it wheels had are teeth usually on the outside.
2: Simple. Yeah, the front wheels, it's usually like the, the wheel itself with the spokes and then like, you know, nuts on the outside to hold the bolts onto the... the the tongues of the fork in the front. This is not a part that would belong on a bike, to my knowledge. I'm not a bike expert. Please correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. I'm
1: not a bikeologist. But
2: but I think this was a wizard trapped in an amulet. <laughs> like I, I'm pretty sure that's what this was. Did y'all ever...
1: <laughs> never mind. I was going to say, did y'all ever ride bikes? And then my mind went to, did y'all ever ride bikes with the little card on the back? So that card? Um, yeah, like a yeah oh, a baseball hell yeah. card or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just wondering.
0: I was no, an idiot, Kevin. Do you know what a bike put, is, Kevin?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I put my favorite baseball is. card back there because I thought that would be cooler. And my favorite baseball card was a 1986 <laughs> Roger Clemens rookie card that would have been worth something actually. Oh,
1: geez,
2: dummy.
0: So that sucks,
2: but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't use baseball cards. I used GI Joe cards. Sorry, I've always been a little off. What does that mean? (laughs) I actually have a whole collection of G.I. Joe trading cards uh, just here to my right. Okay, last week was the Floby G.I. Joe
0: has a G.I. Joe collection, but not does he have a G.I. Joe card collection. He has one right over here to his right. Oh, boy. Kevin just got out of his chair. He is proving yours. Yes, it is a... Plastic container with a sealed oh, lid wow. full of G.I. Joe cards.
1: It's a real thing, and it is reach. How did I miss reach. that? <laughs> How did I miss that when I went over? <laughs> my full.
0: baseball cards and basketball cards and things are in storage in a closet storage thing. Kevin's are right there. Who's that?
2: What is this crap? Why is there big... a baseball card in with my G.I. Joe and Star Wars cards? Wow. Because... Is... Oh, here we go. Deep Six from GI Joe. GI Joe oh, yeah. series one card sixty four mint condition. Are you gonna sell them at some point? Or are they just for fun? No, I don't. I don't even know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My Pokemon cards and Yu Gi Oh cards are in like binders, um, so I can't say anything. Nah, yeah, I mean they're not yeah, right no. next to me though, so I don't know. There's some pop figures right over here. But
2: I mean my 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 Star Wars cards are all in, you know, a binder. Actually, oh, it's gosh. a baseball card binder, Whoa. but it's all Star Wars cards. So that's fun. Plot twist. That's cool. Yeah. This portion of the video will be going up on
0: <laughs> social media. Some so you sort can of, all see Kevin's sort of collections. Oh, nice. wow. Boy. So, guys, what do you think about Yaks Milk?
2: <laughs> oh, that looked t- too thick. That looked like cheese you can drink. It was brown. I'm out. Oh. Oh. Well, there's some oh. milk that's brown.
1: That's kind of okay. Oh. Not like super brown, but like a different kind of color. I like eggnog. I like thick drinks, but, yeah, but that's I wouldn't different. try this. You
0: mixed the eggnog to make it that way. This came yeah. out of an animal in brown. And right? Jason did the only thing that was right in that moment, and he spit that back out. <laughs> <laughs> or oh. dribbled it, or I don't even know what that motion sure. was. But, okay, so that is Jason's uh, contribution to this story. This brings us to, I think, my favorite story of the week, and that is Tahani's.
2: Oh, God. It's
1: so hilarious.
2: It yes. is. It's absolute torture for her. Absolute but, torture. But let's like start with when torture. he says,
0: uh, Tahani, you've made it to the good place. And she goes, oh, big surprise. I mean, yeah. I accept, oh. of course. Like,
1: so arrogant, <laughs> but oh, I'm, I'm thinking why, why did, uh, they give to the really big house the first time? Like, was it just because, was this just complying with, Oh, okay. To torture Illinois. Cause she's right next to her. Okay. yes, Yeah.
2: yeah. To torture Eleanor. They put them all together. And so it was to torture Eleanor. It was to torture Giannu slash Jason because he thought he was with someone that was so good that that she deserved that house. Like it was (laughs) it was really well thought out when you're looking back at it.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, because like uh, now we see how they're torturing her now and it's like. Oh, okay. And then I just thought like, well, what does this mean? But yeah, it, that does make sense where she was put with somebody that doesn't talk. Um, They're all kind of put together to just uh, cause a ruckus. But now she's with this new person. This uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was is an interesting person. Well, she when yeah. she's being
0: introduced, he's described as being a very wonderful person and she seems very excited about it until he stands <laughs> up or wait, was he not sitting down? Because <laughs> he's <laughs> oh, pretty short. She's very tall, and he's pretty short, and she has some Freudian shorts, and she can't stop saying <laughs> short for the first five
1: minutes that they meet. She's Gra- tall. Like, p- 95% of the people are going to be shorter than her, I
2: think. Sure, but this guy is even shorter. Like, in the, the scene at the party, when she's like, w- wherever you are, I'm, I'm sure he's out there somewhere. <laughs> and You see him, like, bouncing up in between people, like, with a big smile on his face. Or when he walks in the tiny house that they gave her and he's like, there's been some mistake. And she just, you see the relief flood into her. And she's like, well, obviously. And he's like, we don't need all this space. Face drops. Oh, man. (laughs) And then the second floor folds up and disappears. Hopefully the bathroom was on the first floor. That's what I
1: was thinking. Yeah, I was like, where's the bedroom? What? Where's all the things? You need all the things.
0: But when when they fold up the upstairs uh floor don't don't we also get uh, some new artwork on the wall?
2: Yes, we do. Oh. Although I think the artwork was there. I think we just didn't focus on it first. Gotcha. her sister, yeah.
0: It was Camilla, Camilla, whoever you say it. Camila. It and mm. it was her self-portrait that won awards i'm sure and he talks oh, about sure. how when he worked with he he was some sort of uh doctor to underprivileged people and he used to play her music and and it almost did the healing for him uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh is there anything it. more torturous to tahani than to right. have a guy say how wonderful her sister was
1: <laughs> no her soulmate supposedly her soulmate
0: to
2: say
1: how amazing her sister is yeah
2: awkward
0: (laughs) and then so they have to go to the party and she says well i've I've cut to change because i can't very well wear a day dress to this party and he's like cool let me know when you're done and he's just in like jeans and a he's got a denim jacket on i think or something a canvas jacket Oh oh you're you're wearing that? okay And maybe I should dress down. And I I love how dressing down couldn't have been a pair of jeans and like a simple jacket for her, which she could have made look great because when you're six foot tall and you know, have was Eleanor says curves for days, you 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 can make that look great. No, she gets enormous cargo pants that look like Gwen Stefani wore at one time (laughs) and a straight up denim. Like, not a stylish denim jacket like Jules has. We're talking like something that a construction worker is wearing with his hard hat. That kind of denim yep. jacket.
1: <laughs> because everyone in fashion knows you got to match the person you're going somewhere with. Y'all, if y'all are off, that just throws it all off. If y'all are going to come together looking bad, then it has to be both of y'all. Like, y'all both have to do it. Ha- y'all both have to commit or else like no. it'll look off. Yeah. You nope. can't have one nope. person looking really great. And then yeah, you your partner. partner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Okay, so, that's, that's a Kevin situation because
2: Kevin only wears <laughs> T-shirts. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> only wears T-shirts.
0: So, so I'm Porky yeah, Pig so it. They, I'm
2: not wearing pants. <laughs> oh, yeah, no only pants. Only T-shirts. Porky Pig in it.
0: <laughs> porky Pig in it. Winnie the Pooh in it.
1: Uh,
2: Donald no. Ducking it, yeah.
0: The best is to Tony Tiger it. No oh, no clothes in it Just a, a kerchief.
1: Why does nobody yep. wear pants or clothes? No clothes and a These animals. What?
0: <laughs> Literal speaking animals. Of this, speaking of that, I saw a trailer <laughs> yesterday. Kay. I saw a trailer yesterday for the a, a cartoon they're redoing of The Grinch. Have you guys seen this? Yeah, yeah with uh, yeah. Nip, Cumber
2: Yes. First of all, why Banders- are, are they remaking The
0: Grinch again? Why did, Why is this necessary? And why is Spinner Cumberbank Cumberbink
1: playing the voice? He he can get that low like he's a good voice actor, and they just just wanted him in the Grinch. It It doesn't fit the Grinch. The thing that I hate is I was seeing promotion for it in like January or February. Oh really? I had not seen anything up until now. Yeah, there's a whole trailer. There's a whole thing, and it's like uh, coming Christmas, and it's like uh, it's about to be summer. Okay, cool. Well, kids need
0: plenty of time to prepare and want to ask for the toys for the Christmas and the birthday and all, but that's not the point. The point of this is in the trailer, the Grinch is naked always, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he takes a shower right. and he goes through this like big giant body comb, which is really actually very clever and cool. But he has tidy whities on. Why? Just let him man. Just let him live his life. Why not? <laughs> But this is the opposite you don't of every tidy other cartoon character. He's got tidy whities and no shirt. But after he goes through the comb, the next scene, he's just <laughs> naked again. I don't understand why he has the tidy whities. But anyways, so they get to the party. Johnny, <laughs> I love when she's try she's going to walk away and he's like, "Come on, bend down for a kiss." No, nope, further. Further. Further down. Uh, And it's so awkward. But she gets over to the bar. And this is where the stories really start to converge. Because we see every time we go through this before, we see Eleanor pouring the drinks and going, here, you take this. And we realize that she gave the drinks to Tahani, who is in such a state that she wants to take these four shots. But then Eleanor and Chidi get together. And Chidi doesn't really want any part of this. But he has to grab her again because he goes, all right, listen. Yes, that was a note. It said to find me. It was your handwriting, but that's a book, and I know that book. That's a philosophy book. Why do we know each other? What have we done in the past? And they're really trying to figure this shirt out. Mm-hmm. But their whole thing is interrupted by my favorite character, my new favorite character in the history of the show, and that is Drunk Tahani.
2: Oh, oh boy. My God. The the flames and the shrimp flying everywhere when she fell. Like, this was just amazing. Drunk Tahani is the best. She's like Drunk Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, Only comes out once in a while, but absolutely <laughs> worth it. The truth bombs that came out, she's
0: like... And I'm in a tiny house, and now I'm here <laughs> celebrating with all you wonderful people in this big giant house, which should be mine. No, I'm just kidding, of course. No, I'm not kidding. I want this house. Yes, I'm kidding. I, no, give it to me. Give me this house. I must have <laughs> this house. <laughs>
1: I never thought I would see this side of her, and it's so interesting, and I love it. It's, it's so awesome.
0: Good. And then she is. is trying to tear the sash off of Eleanor because that is it's so crooked. Is this your first time wearing a sash? And <laughs> yes. she falls over, flames, and Eleanor once again figures the damn thing out.
2: Oh, my God. I love how quick Eleanor can be when she needs to be. <laughs> like, it's... It's genius. Like you can see the fact that she was basically a grifter in her life by the way that she's able to put together like schemes like this. Yeah, she may she's probably be ran
0: this. Yeah, a trash person from an idiot city, but or or an idiot person from a trash city, but yeah. she's smart. <laughs> One of those. Yeah. you got to give it to Eleanor. She's very smart. She may not be a good person. She may not be as well educated as Chidi or Tahani, but she is very smart. And she put this one together real damn quick, much to the dismay of Michael. Michael
1: is not pleased about the situation at all. Well, yeah, he... I don't know. Yeah, that was... I mean, it was all Eleanor. That That's the whole reason why it kind of fell apart because that note it was in her handwriting she found whatever a cheaty was really quick and it was a whole thing but now that's not gonna happen we're gonna keep going let's let's do it let's do one more time one more time one more again let's run it back <laughs> so he resets everything
0: again gets get tells the whole all the troops third time's a charm we're gonna do this <laughs> asking <him> for feedback <laughs> Old fake Eleanor has big, or real Eleanor has feedback. He ignores it. There's a thing between them two. This is not working out. But amidst all of this, he's got to call the boss again. And we learn he's lying. He says that the chaos sequence went great. There was all kinds of nightmare stuff and that they're still on track. Fremulon.
2: Ooh. Love it. Love it.
0: It wasn't as big a game changer as most of the episodes from the first season at the end. But we do know that Michael's now lying to his superior and has every intention of of carrying this thing out to the end. And I really want to see how he plans to do that. So I'm still equally as engaged and ready for the next
1: episode.
2: I can't wait for next week.
1: He's willing to lie to the person that has that's in charge of the whole bad place or whatever, he's willing to do that to make this work. He wants this to work so bad. His 80-year plan or whatever, he wants this to happen. He's going to make the good place happen. Whether he, anybody likes it or not, no matter how many times he's going to reset it, I'm going to, Michael's like, I'm going to do this. This is. He thing. also
0: wants to avoid retirement, which when he described retirement at his retirement party, I'm not yeah. sure that that was far off because they do not speak of this retirement as if it's something that really wants
2: to happen. So, oh yeah. no, right? Sean said it again to him that he would his you know body would be scattered on the surface of a billion suns. That's great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sounds like a blast, yeah.
0: Yeah, so this was a great kickoff. Uh, I got to tell you, when I watched this the first time around, I kept thinking, how are they going to do this in season two? How are we going to go through this again? How is it not going to be boring? And right off the bat in episode one of season two, they showed me how this show can still be great. So I'm so excited that you guys are along this ride with us. Please join us every Monday for a new episode of Everything is Fine, a Good Place podcast. You can join us in between the episodes on our Facebook discussion group. At everything is fine. Um, on Facebook, find us in the search bar. You can find the Instagram at everything is fine podcast. You can find us on social medias. At Nerdy Things Pod, or you can go to nerdythingspod.com. We do have another podcast. The episode that is currently running is our thoughts on Jurassic World 2 Fallen Kingdom. If you've seen that, or if you haven't seen that and you want to hear about it, search for Nerdy Things Podcast anywhere where good podcasts are found or yeah. right on our website. So, as always, guys, want to thank you so much for joining us and say have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.